0: Welcome back to Illini Weekly. We unfortunately had to take an unannounced week off last week. Mark had eye surgery on Thursday. I filled in for his radio show. We were kind of gathering from media day on Wednesday, so we apologize for a week off of that. But we're back. A lot going on. First and foremost, IO Dosumu committed to Illinois Thursday night. An unbelievably big get for the Illini. He's ranked number 20 by Scout. 29 by ESPN and this is in the country he's obviously the top Illinois player for the class of 2018 Mark this is this feels like it's the biggest get Brad Underwood could get and he just got mr.
1: basketball you know it, it's I, that I think I look at it as a really big get because of the other guy he got it, it's the it's to me it's the act of getting both Mark Smith and Io together. You know that is what is really the power punch for me, is getting the reigning Mr. Basketball and the favored favorite for Mr. Basketball this coming season, um, because that's Illinois has done that in the past. You know, um, and when they've been successful, they've been able to really strike within the state boundaries and get these kinds of kids. You know, when you're talking about Frank Williams and, and a Sergio McLean and a, and a Brian Cook. And, uh, you know, D Brown was a was a great player. And and so to get two of them back to back w- when you already have some pretty good guards also, you know, and Brad's offense is so guard friendly. Um, I'm no doubt that's, you know, one of the big considerations for IO. But um, this is really exciting. Now, now they've got to go get some some size to go with it, at least some. He's not, a, he's not a guy that goes out looking for low post, slow pivot guys to sit down there. He wants guys who can run, but it's nice when they can run and be tall.
0: After missing out on some of those big names in years past, I mean, Eric Gordon, Indiana, he hits a half-court. Not only does he go to Indiana, he hits a half-court shot to end a game and win it for Indiana. We lose him. Uh, I don't think Jabari was ever a real candidate for Illinois, but Cliff Alexander. Cliff Alexander was Quentin Snyder committed,
1: and then on uh, and and John Gross stopped recruiting point guards because he had his guy, and then on signing day. he went to Louisville. And after all the things we read about how Louisville was getting recruits, we'll always wonder exactly how that went down. And um, so there's been, there's been plenty of disappointments. Jalen Brunson, okay. Illinois, he, wanted, he had a great visit. He wanted to commit to Illinois. But then he had one more visit to Villanova. His dad talked him out of committing. Um, you know, wait, be patient. Uh, his dad had some ties out that way and um, he ended up I went up to his thing and he sat there and and picked Villanova and I'm not saying that was a bad pick for him I'm just saying it was a bad pick for Illinois you know so yeah we've lived through a lot of those things but but this kid's a little different. Um, really, an interesting kid and an interesting player. You know, he's he's got a low release jump shot. His jump shot's not uh, at all the thing that you're going to like about him, unless he f- he can change it a little bit and improve it. But if you decide, well, that low jump shot, I can block it. I'll crowd him. Uh, he goes right by you, and um, he's just a he's just a quick. Guy with a great handle who can get to the basket and has a knack for scoring, and now you put him out there with Mark Smith and some rotation of Trent Frazier and Demonte Williams and Tijon Lucas and and who knows, knows who else? Uh, Adam Miller from Peoria, really good guard who Illinois has offered, transferred to Morgan Park and will play with I O this year. That's big to me. And I think. Um, but they um, just once again they need some they yeah. need some size they need some guys that are in that six eight and up range. I'll
0: caution you this is just speculation, but. No. Normal West has a guy by the name of Francis Okoro. They're
1: they're big on him. If you can get but one so off. is a lot of yeah. Big
0: everybody's big on Francis Okoro. He is a freak athlete. But if this just feels like a tide turning, getting the or EJ Liddell the out of
1: out of uh, the southern part of the state and in the St. Louis area. Terrific uh, player, rebounder, scorer. Only about six seven, but but gives you at least some presence. Similar, I would say, to uh, LaRon Black in terms of a physical presence. Now you were at
0: IO's workout and it was. I don't think it, it's hard to describe a workout just a high school kids workout visit going like this I mean it, it felt like a holiday I mean there was stacked stack back and you know the, the gallery was balconies washing the kid it just felt like how do you it's say crazy
1: no? you know it was just an opportunity to come out frankly for those people and show him a little love uh, which is what recruits like yeah. uh, he didn't do anything you know extraordinary he just shot around and ran up and down the floor a few times and and but but you got a feel for for him a little bit and uh, and then he addressed the crowd and thanked him for coming and said he appreciated it and i was impressed by that because you just don't see athletes make that kind of a gesture no. but um, that was really nice and then some other things happened that day I, I'm, I haven't gotten all the details of the video presentation that made that they made but i understand they uh... brought him to memorial stadium and his family uh, after dark that night, Saturday night, they sat. They brought them out to the 50-yard line and sat them in recliners, surrounded by Big Ten championship trophies, Final Four trophies, uh, bragging rights trophies. You know all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then did a video presentation on the football scoreboard that I guess was mind blowing. Um, kind of rolled out the red carpet for them in, in a big way, and and um, you know. You're there to make an impression on them while they're on campus, so you go all out, and um, and I'm I'm told that that was that he was kind of blown away by that. And then Brad does a good job of just explaining to kids with film, with whatever. Look, here's how I see you thriving in my system. And the, the one disadvantage Brad has right now, he doesn't have any film of Illinois playing his system. Mm-hmm. He will next year. He will soon, but. Um, he, so he has to show Stephen F. Austin in an Oklahoma State film, but guards have thrived under him, and they've grown and they've improved, and he can show you why. And he can say, "This is why I like you." And he's, you know, he he um, he's had good good comparisons for each of the kids he's recruited with Mark Smith. You know, he he likens Mark Smith to to Jason Kidd and um, so he talks about that and um, with IO he's got somebody there too so it's uh, a lot of things happened during the visit Uh, most of them went well and I think it helps to have the last visit you know he went to Wake Forest the week before he had a good visit there I'm sure he liked a lot of things I'm sure there's a lot to like but now you come back and you get the full Illinois treatment and that's the last thing in your mind and there's a little different feeling when You're around campus, and you're the in-state guy. Mm -hmm. More people know you, more people uh, are excited about you, rather than when you're just some guy from out of state that they don't know that well.
0: And they say the first recruiting class is the hardest, and Brad Underwood went out and he got the biggest fish in Illinois to pair with the biggest fish in Illinois from last year with Mark Smith. And Mark told him they could be the best backcourt in the country. Hey, there's no reason to not believe that they could develop into one unbelievable backcourt. So... Exciting stuff. He's still a year away from coming to Champagne, right, right. but there's a lot of excitement. We were at media day last Wednesday. They just had Illinois just had their media day in New York on Thursday. Um, there was a lot of excitement in Champagne on Wednesday. There really was. I, I think there was some interesting comments. Most notably, you wrote about it. I wrote about it. Demonte Williams, just for Underwood to come out and unabashed that he he's our biggest surprise. And you're talking, you got Mr. Basketball sharing a backcourt with him. There's just so much excitement around that program. I don't, right I don't, now. I
1: don't think, I think there was a time when they didn't know if DeMonte would play, um, that he might be a redshirt candidate mm-hmm. because of the knee injury that he's coming off of. Um, and he made really good progress, and he's ahead of schedule. And, um, and I think they were um, really surprised at how impactful he's been defensively. And... Um, and so, you know, he he's still got a little bit of conditioning to do to catch up to the other guys, but he's getting there. And, yes, he, he was a surprise. And I think the other one that was a surprise for me was Aaron Jordan. Yeah, me too. You know, I was surprised because Aaron Jordan was a good candidate to transfer, hadn't played with Gross. Those guys become discouraged. They want to go somewhere and play. Here comes another new coach. How will I fit in with Mm him? Uh, And it turns out he fits in really good with him. Underwood thinks he's really good and that he can help him a lot. Built um, his confidence. And and I'll tell you what, it's really important for Illinois that he stayed because they only have with him five returning players. You know, four would really be cutting it thin. And so, um, to have a guy that's been there, been working out, been play has played in games, hasn't contributed a lot. We understand that, but he's a solid six foot five guy, a little older. Um, this could be interesting and be a, be a neat match if it worked out.
0: I see him fitting into the Jalen Coleman Land's role of that shooter. Jalen was a great, great shooter. He transferred to Detroit, I believe, correct? I transferred to DePaul. DePaul, DePaul. So uh, a great shooter. I, I, I think. And Underwood said, he's going to give Jordan the green light in some of these, yeah, the, a little longer. he's going to have say. to
1: prove to me that he's a great shooter. He came in as a shooter, um, but he hasn't been that consistent as a shooter. So um, if he is, if he can be, all the better. Mm-hmm. But um, even if he can defend and be long and take, he's an he's an athlete, and take the ball to the basket and hit, you know, hit some shots, um, that would be great. If it turns out that he, in fact, is a three-point weapon, um, as Jalen Coleman lands was all the better, but I'm anxious to see him. And um, today, they, it was, was media day. They were at, at uh, Madison Square Garden in New York City because that's where the uh, tournament will be after the regular season concludes. And Michael Finke and Lauren Black flew with Brad to New York. And I just got off the phone with Brad a minute ago, talking to him about the change in schedule. The Big Ten will be going to uh, from an 18 game conference scheduled to 20 games starting next season and uh, that creates a number of challenges. It reduces your inventory of non-conference games, for one thing, um, and you really gotta think through how you're gonna schedule those non-conference games because between, you think of the games that Illinois is locked into next year. They're locked into the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They're locked into the Gavit Games game. They're locked into the Rights game with Missouri. Yeah. They're locked into a United Center game. They're locked into a game at the State Farm Center against Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV. Um, I, and then I'm not sure if they have to return a New Mexico state game um, and they're in the Maui Invitational, yeah. you know, with Duke and Arizona and Gonzaga and I mean th- that's a powerhouse. So when you get all that in there, now you throw in on top of that 20 league games, you know, there's not that many of those games. I think for the from a fan standpoint, it's a really good deal because you're going to trade in a game like Central Michigan right. for a game like Purdue. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a a better uh, a better matchup, a better in entertainment value. So um, they're going to have the in-state rivalries such as Illinois-Northwestern will be protected. You will play them twice every year. Um, some teams you'll only play once and it'll rotate and there's a little bit of a fudge factor for teams that you're regionally close to so that you will play those teams a little more frequently.
0: And this helps out. It's actually weird talking about this now. <coughs> this helps out for RPI. For, for four years, we haven't really had to worry about RPI. RPI and strength the of schedule? Part. So this is going to help if they are a bubble team and maybe they pick up, hopefully, you're hoping, a few wins against some of these big teams. Hopefully
1: that helps kind of propel them into an at-large bid. You hope so. You, you, you may see some teams with poorer records but stronger resumes yep. get into the tournament. And, um, and they are still going to... Just as they're doing this year, they're doing it this year because remember the Big Ten tournament had to had to um, uh, uh, be played a week early in order to play it in the at Madison Square Garden because the Big Twelve has it the, the normal tournament week. So they are having to cram the Big Ten schedule in, and they're playing two Big Ten games in early December. They play Northwestern December one, Maryland December three. They're going to continue to do that moving forward. And Brad says, as far as he knows, it is two two early December games again next year. Awesome. Um, Tijon Lucas back after
0: taking an elbow from Mark Smith, who is a, a massive human being for a freshman. Yes, he, I mean, they say he's got a Big Ten body. He does. We've got a face of the program already, I think, and he's not played one single
1: minute. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tijon's back. Uh, yesterday um, for the first time, and they, they did practice at the State Farm Center. Brad was talking about the fact that we need to get in that building. You know, Our, our freshmen have never played there. That's
0: yeah, I mean, where so our that games little,
1: are gonna be. Yeah. We gotta, they gotta get a little bit used to that vast shooting background in yeah. and, and our locker rooms and just, just be make them feel comfortable roaming the halls and being in that building.
0: Yeah, there's just so much excitement around the program. There's so much more we can talk about for media day. We're gonna hop over to football, and for all the excitement that is Illinois basketball, there is not as much for Illinois football. You figure a game against Rutgers, a home game against Rutgers, no less. They should have won, and they did not look good. And nope. I, I think in probably any iteration of the word "good," they they just they struggled mightily uh, against a bad Rutgers team.
1: Absolutely did. Um, really disappointed in the poor tackling, and um, and I didn't think the team. I thought the team felt flat right from the start. Um, so this week. Um, And and they picked up a number of injuries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this week there's two 0-3 teams in the Big Ten West, and they are Illinois and Minnesota, and Illinois plays at Minnesota Saturday at 2.30. You know, the story of this game is um, some teams have been able to run, uh, Big Ten teams have been able to run on Minnesota. Um, but Illinois has now lost Mike Epstein for the season. So um, how well can Illinois really run the ball? That's, that's one thing. The other thing is that Minnesota has sort of tinkered around at the quarterback position, um, even more so than Illinois. I mean, Illinois tried uh, Chase Crouch and then made a clean switch to Jeff George, at least at this point that's the extent of it. Um, <laughs> they've tried three different quarterbacks, and um, uh, the guy that we think is going to play this week uh, Through three touchdown passes in the fourth quarter against Michigan State to make that a very close game. So uh, Minnesota started out three and zero, but against lesser non-conference competition, they got into league play. Um, they have got they have not played anywhere near as well, and they have accumulated some injuries too. So, you know I don't know what to expect. I, for, in my mind, this is not a game where you go in uh, wondering whether they win or they lose, but you want them to get back to at least what they did at Iowa. They competed at Iowa for three quarters. Um, they, To me, they just never in, totally engaged against Rutgers. I, that's what I was disappointed in. That's why I think there was some booing at the end of the game, you know, that the effort didn't feel like it was up to what you would expect. It's
0: interesting, too, the drums beat louder and louder for giving Cam Thomas a shot, and I... It, but well, there's just no stability of that position. There's, I mean, there's absolutely none. It's not going to get easier with a, without a running game. Rayvon Bonner had some flashes that I thought he looked pretty good. Ricky Smalling's a guy that, and I you wrote he, about it. He looked it. really good. Give this kid the ball. Find a way to get this kid the absolutely. ball. Absolutely, especially capacity. with Mikey Dudek out. Yeah, he he's a guy who, and I, I liked what you wrote, and I liked the the comments about him. That say he says. Give me the ball. Yeah, you, know, you want to
1: move the ball down the field? Throw it to me. Challenge,
0: you know. Hey, if the kid wants to challenge, challenge him. Put him yeah. in the fire. And I thought he's done well. So we'll see what happens against Minnesota. It's, I mean, just two polar opposite feelings for the two big programs there at Illinois. But we're going to cap it out here. We're going to switch over. I had an interview with
1: Kiwan Garris a few weeks back. Wonderful. There's uh, a talks, guy tweeted me today and said Kiwan Garris is. Uh, Number should be raised into the rafters at the State Farm Center and I agree with that and I endorse that. Uh, Keywon Garris was a really good player. This number. Three?
0: Number, number 22. No, we yeah, have his oh, oh. all-time scorings. Oh, I don't know. Two, I, uh, it's either two or
1: three. I had where, it. Did, where did Malcolm Hill come up to? In, on Malcolm there. Hill
0: fell short. I think wants two. So wants two.
1: Kiwan's two. And Mal- Malcolm's yeah, Malcolm, three.
0: Malcolm flew up there. S D
1: D or Keewan, like that.
0: Keewan talked about a desire to get back into coaching. I th- I don't think that's a real stretch for, for guys who are done playing. And, and I know Kewan is doing coaching down in Georgia, some high school coaching. So That's he, cool. He's starting to build that up. So there is a little, we're at a, one of his fundraisers for he and uh, Rodney Walker here in, McC- in Decatur worked together, and they were at a fundraiser. We were out at a bar. There is a little... Little music is right when he got there. I should preface that. It was right when he got there. There was a little music in the background, so maybe you'll enjoy it, maybe not. But it was a really good interview with Kiwan. It was good to catch up with him and kind That's of see great. how life's treated Excellent. him after champagne. So, Excellent. we're going to hop over to that. We'll see you guys next week with hopefully some more good basketball news and maybe some, some football news to build on. Here. All right. Thanks a lot. We're here with Illini basketball alum, Kawan Garris. We're in Decatur. He's here working his camp, partnering with Never Forgotten uh, to give individuals with special needs more attention. So we're going to talk a little bit about Illini basketball and kind of the state of the NCAA. It's been a crazy couple weeks. So first of all, I want to ask you, Kawan, what is your impression about what's happening in the league and in the NCAA, just about the
2: the scandals, the recruiting scandals? What What's your impression of that? Oh, man, I... When it came, when I first found out about it, I was I was so surprised uh, that something was going on uh, for a couple of years like that. That really was shocked the NCAA. Uh, I say for for a long time because um, it's like damaging a brand, you know. And when you look to go into uh, recruitment like that. You're not thinking of oh I'm gonna get a hundred thousand for my family or oh I'm gonna get this this and that. You're you thinking of going to the best college that's gonna give you the best opportunity to uh, make it to the NBA or whatever uh, you got going at the time. So it was it was very shocking, especially uh, a couple of names like Chuck Person and stuff like that. I was like whoa. Yeah. you know, but uh, it's gonna be hard for. Division one teams, it's, it's, it's gonna be hard for a lot of other teams as well because uh, they're looking for it now. So yeah. you can't you can't do all the bogus recruiting as you say uh, like that. But I think it, it hurt. It, it don't only hurt. The NCAA, but it hurts a lot of kids. Yeah.
0: So I think the good news is, I mean, to get this dirty underbelly of college basketball cleaned up, I mean, it's a hard way to do it. This is a hard way to do it, but to get it cleaned up, I think once it's cleaned or cleaner, rather, moving forward, that's probably for the best for the NCAA, isn't
2: it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's, it's. I just think it's gonna always be a way to, to do something. You know, recruiting is hard, and kids want to go uh, to places. You're trying to keep them home and. Um, it's just you know, recruiting. Recruiting is gonna be and everybody want their kid to go division one. And and reality is all kids ain't going division one. That's what makes it division one. And that's what makes it division one. That's why they got the different divisions.
0: Something a little more exciting is in Champagne. Have you got a chance to meet Brad, talk to Brad <laughs> or
2: kinda learn about what he's doing up there? Uh no, I never um never had a chance to meet him. Uh hope too soon. Um, but you know, I'm a fan now. So, <laughs> you're you're always rooting for for your your team, your alum, to to do great things. You know, when I was overseas and they made that run to the NCAA championship game, I was oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> I stayed up for like, I stayed up to about six in the morning, and um, it was exciting. You know, it was it was about time that we got the opportunity to go to the championship. And then we lost that for a little bit. And now um, getting this opportunity like this, you know, bringing in coaches, testing them out and seeing what they can do. Uh, I hope um, he can come in, Coach Underwood and the staff can come in and and, and bring, bring that championship, but also um, bring back uh, a lot of recruits, far as like Illinois players yeah,
0: that's the thing is Illinois in the past few years has been losing out on these recruits and they've not been going to the the big Kansas or Duke's they've been going to other programs that probably lie on about the same level as Illinois and they've been leaving the state to do it and I think that's something
2: that's got to get turned around don't you yeah you, uh, especially something like that you gotta, you gotta think um, I tell people all the time you, you look at the big programs that all these kids going to um, It's one thing on their mind, you know, uh, getting to the NBA. And, you know, these coaches just at Duke and Kansas and North Carolina and all the other big schools like that, that they have that track record. And they have – and not even just NBA, you know. They're hiring them to to come back and work for the school. Uh, They're hiring them for the coaching staff. And um, I think a big thing would be – you know, being able to uh, hire guys like myself, which has been trying to get back to the University of Illinois for the last three or so years, uh, not just to come back to the school to, uh, just because I came here, but because I love it so much that I want to bring. More Illinois guys back to the school. What are you trying to do back at the school? you trying to get into coaching. you trying to get into. Uh, I was trying to get into coaching. You know, I filled out a couple of applications before. um, You know, with uh, Coach Gross was there, and you know, it wasn't no looks or anything. So um, I think once. Once once that started happening, I think a lot of stuff would change.
0: Well, D Dee Brown kind of is trying to get in that path, too. He's up at Chicago now, and yeah. I mean, that's it's another, I think that's a good thing for guys who want to get back into, you know, where they came from, where the program they went to. I think that's good for guys to want to get back to Champaign and want to get back to giving back to
2: Illinois. Yeah, you always want to give back to your school that you come from. Um, you never want to be forgotten, but you never want to forget about the school as well, so you just uh, hope for the best, and then one day they'll they'll call you up, you know. So I'm 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 sure my opportunity to come, maybe maybe at Illinois or maybe not, but I'm ready for for that opportunity.
0: So I, I think you may know a little bit about Underwood and his fast-paced style of offense that get up and go. I mean, as a player, what would you have thought playing That sounds to me, that sounds like a fun way to play basketball is to run and play fast.
2: Yeah, that was one of the things that brought me to uh, Illinois when um, I watched uh, Kendall Gill and Kenny Battle and all those guys play. I was like, shoot, I want to play like they playing. They look like they having fun. You know, they playing defense, running out, getting dunks. Uh, Game exciting, the game is exciting that way. Um, slow pace is, is gone now. I think Golden State changed the whole <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. aspect of to slow down basketball. 85 does it in college. 6 or 7 <laughs> not do anymore, does it? No, I don't think so. Not at all. <laughs> I mean,
0: now, when you were going through the recruiting process and the coach came up to you, and maybe it was an Illinois who's trying to get back to where they were at one point, they said, well, you know, we don't have the record that maybe some of these other schools have, but we can tell you that you're going to play, you're going to play fast, and you're going to be able to put up points. Would that
2: have carried any more weight than a program with a more recently established track record? Uh, no, I think you got to look at your options as well, you know, what's going to happen. Like if, For me, I looked at, you know, a lot of options, and one of the options was playing time. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time, Randy Clemens was the starter. yeah. Randy Clemens was the starter. and um, I went down there with the mindset of I played behind him my freshman year and then my next year I'll be ready. Yeah. Didn't happen that way. <laughs> like, I, and at the same time, the opportunity came and I was ready yeah. because I came in with the mindset yeah. that I was ready. And so, just little things like that, you know, my family being able to travel, yeah. uh, come see me play, my friends come and be able to be Travel and see me play. Uh, the richness of the university, you know. Champagne's a cool place. It's a it's a beautiful place, and now it's even it, it's even better. Was, Those renovations in the State Farm Center are crazy. Yeah, and so that's why it's like. You know why don't kids want to come to the university when you're doing all these upgrades? Stay home and have your parents come watch yeah. you and your family come watch you. Yeah. Um, have you got? A, is there any one
0: player on Illinois that you think that you're excited to watch this year? Is there? I mean, there's a lot of freshmen. There's a lot of a ret- couple returners here are fun.
2: It's sad to say, but I don't know anybody on that team. Yeah. And are you excited to get to know them? I'm I'm excited to see what they can do and see see if uh, they can bring that excitement back to to State Farm.
0: Awesome. That was Kwan Garris. He's here. He's got a busy slate tonight, so I appreciate it.